Aloha, my friends, and welcome to Moo Rose Temple, the podcast where we discuss divine feminine awakening, embodiment, and activation. I am your host, Celeste Gluce, and the creatrix behind the School of Feminine Initiatory Arts. Welcome in. Hello, my friends, and welcome back. I am really happy to be here with you today as the School of Feminine Initiatory Arts is continuing to show itself into the world. I continue to also receive a tremendous amount of lessons and activations and guidance as to what is most important to support the feminine at this time. And I guess I shouldn't be surprised about the fact that we are returning to the topic of embodiment. And as I spiral through embodiment over and over again, I think I have to be honest with myself and say that every single time I wake up and I move my body or choose to not move my body, I am learning from this aspect of what we call embodiment. And so I've been sitting with this, playing with this, listening to it, receiving information about how important embodiment is. And with mental health on the rise, with embodiment practices on the rise, with the divine feminine really awakening on this planet and more men and women really wanting to return to their bodies, to their nervous systems, to the emotional intelligence that lives within us. It's needless to say that embodiment is like the absolute core foundation of everything. I mean, I literally have in front of me a list of podcast episodes that I am so ready to record to share with you about this school. And yet the divine message was like, no, we need to return to this topic of embodiment. And I just have to share with you guys just a few of my personal shares and stories that I've been moving through because I've had this intimate relationship with movement since I was like, I don't know, little, a baby. Like I grew up in a household where every weekend we would go out to the park and ride bikes and rollerblade. And I remember sitting outside in soccer fields until like 8 or 9 p.m. with my sister, uh, just waiting for my brother to finish soccer or finish whatever you know he had to do, or even us eventually being out in the sports field and then moving into the dance world. So movement has always been a part of my life. And with anything that's a part of our lives for that long, once you start to consciously engage with it, you begin to learn more from it, right? I don't think I was consciously engaging with movement for the majority of my life. I would turn to movement as a form of healing, as a form of literally moving the energy in my body and my mind, although I didn't consciously know I was doing that. So we're going to talk about all of that because all of these things are really landing in my body so deeply and I'm realizing more and more how important and how ridiculously of a large factor movement is. And it makes sense that our temple in Kailua is based on movement classes. It makes sense that the online portal is based on movement classes. And more specifically, I really catered these movement styles as they have grown through my body to cyclical movement and really making it a conscious devotional 
practice to move our bodies, but not only move our bodies. And so this is the one thing that I want to start with today. I have a few topics I want to discuss. So moving our bodies uh, in the divine feminine realm, let's just call it quote unquote, uh, has turned more into like, let's just flow and dance. Yeah. I come from a dance background and I love dance and I know it is absolutely healing and absolutely a path of unspiraling a tremendous amount of information in our bodies. So I want to start the conversation off with that. I, as a dancer, know that and live that. And I resort to dance when I am needing to express, move through, or receive clarity on certain things in my body, mind, and spirit. Okay. With that being said, I am realizing the absolute importance And it's funny because I've done this my entire life. I have done a balance of strength training and cardio training and stability work and all the things that we uh, train in our classes, both in the temple and online. There's this beautiful balance between strength and cardio and stability and structural integrity. Like These are all things that I've always been obsessed with. And I just didn't know why. And so... What's coming in right now is that there is a time to flow within our bodies to explore. And that serves us 50% of the time. Or let's just imagine a chart. There's like a certain pie chart. Yeah. And then the other part of that chart, we have to be able to create the absolute opposite. And that absolute opposite is exactly what I'm just mentioning to you, the strength training, moving against gravity, doing what the mind actually doesn't find to feel good, quote unquote. Now you may love resistance training. I actually really love resistance training because it makes me feel so good and it's so grounding. I tend to be very like multidimensional and airy and fairy. So when I strength train, I immediately come back into like, who here and now and that to me i've learned through time is actually a really good and healthy sensation for me so to balance out this new sort of like huge growth in what is the dance exploration world within the feminine i'm bringing back the conversation of are we strength training enough as a form of devotional practice to our bodies so that we can have the proper structure within our body and mind. So if you think about the word embodiment, in body, body is within your body and meant is the mental body, the mind. They are actually one in the same. So it's a relatively known concept that your body is your mind and your mind is your body. And we can find real um, practical expressions of this when we realize how we have certain rigidity, for example, in our belief systems, and then we tend to have rigidity in our joints, or we tend to have um, locked knees, or I see this a lot in my energy sessions where 
the reflection of the body as I'm working with the body in different areas like the hips and the spine and the joints. It's a lot on the joints and the belly. These things are a reflection of what is happening in the mind. What are the belief systems that this person has and vice versa. So if you look into, and we talk about this in the energy healing trainings for practitioners that are interested in understanding the body in much deeper, more profound ways to support their clients. But if you look into the book, Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, that's a phenomenal, phenomenal tool to have so that you can start to understand how your body is speaking to you all the time. And so I always talk about specifically now with Sophia School, with the School of Feminine Initiatory Arts, I am talking a lot about initiations and how the feminine is alive in our life, how she's speaking to us. If we actually make time for her, if we actually have a place where we can journal for her and receive her messages and connect to our bodies. Yeah. She lives inside us. She lives through us. We just have to create that space for her to move through and embody us. And so one thing that I've noticed in this past year actually is I've been working a lot on the left side of my body, specifically around my shoulders and the area around that. And the more I sit with this initiatory path and the more I sit with why am I constantly asked to continuously move and strengthen my body? And this last six months, I've been strengthening very specific parts of from my shoulder into my wrist on the left side of my arm. And so I started to explore that and play with that and notice, okay, I'm going to be very particular about what are the thoughts that are happening in my mind when I get little jerks of pain or a little jolt of uh, inflammation or I feel that side a little bit weaker than the other. And tracking this through many months, I've come to realize and actually so beautifully enough, I've trained myself to strengthen the mindset behind these weak points in my body. And it's been absolutely incredible. And I think this is one of the big reasons why I'm so called to movement and inspiring really everybody, but specifically in my world, women who are on this spiritual journey. Because when I first started my spiritual, let's say, quote unquote, journey, awakening, you know, all this path, the first thing that happened was I was kind of taken out of the fitness world. And it was very difficult actually for me to sustain a physical embodiment exercise practice. I actually went into the yoga path, meditation path, and I stopped strength training for a while. And that caused a tremendous amount of problems in my body. Fast forward now, I am now being taught by the feminine in this initiatory path that it is your body under the pressure of resistance training, under the exercises that require structure and foundation and structural stability, like planks and push-ups and abdominals, like all these things that we do, it is in those circumstances that we are communicating with our bodies and we are interacting with the different parts of our bodies. To me, this is like nerdy, 
and so exciting because movement is no longer a workout. It stopped being a workout for me a long time ago, but I couldn't articulate what that meant. And now more than ever, like every single day, I get more excited because every workout, every opportunity for me to move my body under resistance against gravitational pull, against what my mind is telling me that is so comfortable. Every time I'm in that position, I communicate with my body and I learn from my body and I'm realizing, wow, my left ankle is different than my right ankle, my knee and my elbow and my joint and my shoulder. And maybe you don't do this while you're working out and maybe that's not your job. But what I'm here to inspire and activate within you is that you have to have some kind of movement practice that is challenging your status quo. And it can't just feel good. And I know that in the feminine path, it's all about, you know, I think in a very imbalanced way, it's all about flow and dance and what feels good. And I love dance. And yet that's not where I'm learning so much. That's more when I'm receiving. So coming back to this understanding that embodiment requires this full integration of mind and body within one entity and realizing that they are actually one in the same. So next time that you have a trigger and next time you have a challenging moment, next time you're walking down the street and you get a knee pain or you pick up a weight and your elbow hurts and you're like, oh, it's just an old injury. I want you to stop thinking that. When your parents tell you, oh, I just have this low back pain, you don't have to tell them what you think it is. But start to rewire your body and mind to know that your body is speaking to you. You have divine intelligence that's moving in your body. I know this for a fact because I work with energy healing and it's phenomenal the amount of information that lives in our spirit. But let's just pretend I didn't do that. Your body can still tell you, my body still speaks to me every time I move and reminds me, hey, that left shoulder, remember what you're working on. And I've been able to really pinpoint because if you start to chart and get very clear as to what thoughts are happening in that moment, what programs and belief systems lie in that part, that particular part of your body. Now, the Louise Hay book is a great starting point. I have found also that it's, if you want to go even deeper and more particular, very specific to your body, you have to create a communication strategy with your body. You have to become aware. Like awareness is the step number one to this whole process. So that book can tell you more or less what the situation is. But I have found again that the more I develop the communication with my own body, I get a lot more specific about what that left shoulder means to me outside of what that book says. So it's a great starting guide, but I highly recommend, and and my intention is to activate with you, within you, the inspiration and like the excitement of what? My body has something to tell me? What? You mean to tell me if I start strength training, I'm going to learn things about myself and my body has information about me that I don't even know? It's like, yeah, that's how exciting it gets to be.
So that's what happens when we start to really come back to what embodiment really means. So I want you to start thinking about in your life, where are you moving in flow and where are you actually creating enough structure in your life to challenge your mind and challenge your body and strengthen it. Use strength training, use something that is uncomfortable to you so that you can begin this conversation. And then lastly, can you turn your movement practice, your workout practice? I really don't even like to use the word workout anymore. It's, it's a devotion to the intelligence that lives within ourselves. Like we have to remember this. We were never this stagnant as a humanity, never in our human history for as long as you believe that we've been around, have never been as stagnant as we are. And so to devote ourselves to really moving the wisdom that lives within us and also create space for that information and that wisdom to move through us. Because what I find too is that movement is actually what accelerates my feeling good hormones and my blissful inspiration and like the reason why I feel like continuing to move forward every day because it feels so good. It's not easy, but it feels really freaking good. And I'm sure if you've taken a class at Muro's Temple in Kailua or with me online, you can agree. (laughs) So my invitation to you is how are you willing to devote some time every day every single day. This is not a workout. I'm not challenging you to work out seven days a week. I'm inviting you to devote a portion of your day to healthy movement and healthy communication and healthy relationship with the energy that is your body. I love when I listen to episodes on Gaia and all these other places and they remind us that We are literally 99.999% space. And you can prove that, like in the lab, you know? And that just is such an amazing reminder of how much intelligence lives within us that we don't access. So my invitation to you is, can you devote some time of your day Maybe you only do strength training three times a week, but the remaining of the days, you specifically go outside and walk or you decide to be in your living room and you stretch. And when we do this, we're moving the energy of our body and our mind. And I do believe, and this is where I'll finish because I can go on forever about this. I'm so passionate about it because it's really changed my life, my relationship to movement. And there's no doubt a correlation between the low times of my life and the lack of movement and the high times of my life and the increase in movement. But I believe that a lot of the rising and mental health issues is actually not in the mind. It's actually in the lack of movement that we have inherited as a society and as a culture. Because 
I remember when I was young and I would, everybody goes through ups and downs every day, every week, every month, every year. You're going to be depressed. You're going to be challenged. Your life is going to feel like it's falling apart. And you're also going to experience the opposite. And it's going to happen over and over and over again. And so I do remember when I was younger, specifically in my teenage years, that I always resorted to movement, whether I was frustrated or angry or upset or depressed or maybe super high and super happy. I had to move my body and that's what would stabilize my mental field. Now, I didn't have that wording or that understanding. I didn't know what I was doing at that age, but I knew that it felt good and I could literally empty out whatever was filling up my body at that time. And so this lack of movement in our life and our lifestyles and this ridiculous obsession with technology, I believe is the issue with what we see in mental health. Because if you really understand embodiment as the mind and the body and the body and the mind, you go into mental health and the first thing you have to look at is somebody's body. And there's a scientist actually, um, I can't remember his name, but he basically correlated facial features and body features in relationship to mental patterns and belief systems. And this is what I believe we really have to come back to and realize that if we're having a hard time with mental health, we really have to come back to devote to physical practices and physical practices with structure that require us to fight against gravity and challenge our bodies and grow under resistance because it's the pressure of life that brings out the beauty of life. So I hope that this has inspired you to create a devotional movement and challenging structural workout practice. If you are interested in cyclical-based movement or just moving together with me, join me online. Our online platform is three days free. And if you're lucky enough to be in Kailua, definitely check out the temple space there in Oahu. And... I will see you soon. If you have an embodiment journey that you want to share, please reach out to me, email me, or DM me on social media and Instagram. I would love to hear from you because I believe that movement is really a huge pillar in the path of the feminine. And the more women that are moving in a healthy way and reprogramming their belief systems around workouts and embodiment like the true healthy form of embodiment, the more beauty and magic and power and, and, and love we're going to have in the world. And that's truly the foundation to any initiation is to have a strong foundation, like literally that you can stand on, like your body is your temple. And so how you devote some time of the day for your body and your temple will determine a tremendous amount on your feminine path. Okay, my loves. Until next time, I have so many good and beautiful things to share with you guys and ladies. Okay. Sending you much love. Mwah. 
Thank you for being here with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and definitely check out the links below to learn more about the School of Feminine Initiatory Arts or check us out on Instagram at Temple or lemuria.rose.temple. Until next time.